Good afternoon. Well, I'm glad to see you today, and I want to say welcome to you and welcome to those who are worshiping with us by live stream. If you're on your lunch hour and you're worshiping with live stream, I hope you're, you're eating something really good while, while, you, while you watch Brother Tony. That's right, yeah. Uh, make the most out of it, but we're glad that you're here. Uh, yesterday and today, we've had two of my favoritest, most funnest friends. Uh, yesterday, Brother Woody from Upper Sand Mountain Parish, and today, uh, Tony Jones from Camp Sumatanga is going to share with us. He's going to be our speaker. Wayne Cornett will be our special music for today, and, uh, and his wife, Lana, is going to be on the piano. And so, but first, we're going to pray, and then we're going to stand and sing together. Uh, Tis so sweet to trust in Jesus. So, Will you bow with me as we pray together? Dear Lord, we thank you so much for this beautiful day that you have given us. Our hearts are filled with praise for you, and we pray that it shows in our lives and that it shows on our faces and in our voices that we are Easter people. So we celebrate that today. Even as we walk in, in the footsteps and in the shadow of the cross, Lord, even as we as we just take that whole experience in during Holy Week, we remember that we are Easter people, so we say Alleluia. And Lord, as we worship together today, I pray your Holy Spirit would speak to each and every one of us. In Jesus' name, amen. And now uh, stand as you're able and sing as you're able. <laughs> Number 462.
Jesus, keep me near the cross. There a precious fountain, free to all a healing stream, flows from Calvary's mountain. In the cross, in the cross, be my glory ever, till my ransomed souls shall find rest beyond the
if uh, I believe if I could sing like that, I would sing like that all day, right? I think you would. I, I would pull up at a drive-through and I'd say, "Give me a number one combo," that sort of stuff, right? Uh, thank you for that blessing so much. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here. My name is Tony Jones. Um, I'm the executive director at Camp Sumatanga. So I, I often don't get the opportunity to stand in the pulpit and, uh, and preach like I once did when I served churches. Now when I speak, I speak to churches on behalf of Camp Sumatanga. And so uh, I'm usually running around camp trying to fix a leak wearing overalls. And, and so for me, to, it, it was a little disheartening when I got up and put on dress pants this morning. Everything's too tight. So I don't know if that's the COVID thing or not, but it's, uh, I think um, we uh, are called to use our blessings and mine is to eat. And so I don't know. I thought that'd be funner. You guys are going to have to loosen up. Y'all, you're just here for the chicken, right? Is that what it is? <laughs> that's right. Uh, I invite you to join me with our scripture today found in the Gospel of John. Uh, it'll be the 12th chapter, uh, starting with the 20th verse. It is our uh, lectionary scripture for today, this day, Tuesday of Holy Week. Hear the word of God. Now there were some Greeks among those who went up to worship at the festival. And they came to, to Philip, who was from Bethsaida in Galilee, with a request. Sir, we would like to see Jesus. Philip went up to tell Andrew, and Andrew and Philip then in turn told Jesus... And Jesus replied, the hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. Very truly, I tell you, unless a kernel of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains only a single seed. But if it dies, it produces many seeds. Anyone who loves their life will lose it, while anyone who hates their life in this world will keep it for eternal life. Whoever serves me must follow me. And where I am, my servant also will be. My father will honor the one who serves me. Now my soul is in trouble. What shall I say? Father, save me from this hour? No. It was for this very reason I came to this hour. Father, glorify your name. Then a voice from, came from heaven. I have glorified it and will glorify it again. And the crowd that was there and heard and saw it had this thunder. Others said an angel had spoken to him. And Jesus said this, this voice was for your benefit, not mine. Now is the time for judgment on the world. Now the prince of this world will be driven out. And I, when I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all people to myself. He said this to show the kind of death that he was going to die. And the crowd spoke up. We have heard from the law that the Messiah will remain forever. So how can you say the Son of Man must be lifted up? Who is this Son of Man? And then Jesus told them, You're going to have the, the light just a, a you're going to have the light just a little while longer. Walk while you have the light. Before darkness overtakes you. Whoever walks in the dark does not know where they are going. Believe in the light while you have the light. So that you may become children of the light. When he had finished speaking, 
Jesus left and hid himself from them. It's the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God indeed. You know, our, our scripture starts out today with the word some Greek. Some Greek go to Philip and they ask these, this famous line, Sir, we wish to see Jesus. We wish to see Jesus. Now we don't know why they did this. They may have just heard about the rising of Lazarus. They may have heard the commotion of this man that rode into Jerusalem on a donkey. They may have heard a number of things, but they just wanted to see Jesus. I don't know really why they wanted to see him. But I do know the desire of wanting to see Jesus. Perhaps you all do as well. We come here today with just a glimpse of Jesus for our week, this week of Holy Week. And I'm reminded of the importance of just wanting to be in someone's presence of greatness while I was watching the Masters this past weekend, one of the greatest golfing events that ever takes place in the South, in the nation, right? The pageantry, the beauty of the Masters. And I couldn't help but to think while everybody was watching Tiger Woods warm up and how there were, nobody, there, was, there were no crowds watching the featured groups, but everybody was just three and four people deep just watching Tiger Woods warm up. They just wanted to see him. What was his mannerisms? What, what does he do in this world? Does he step with his left leg or his right leg? How's his swing? How's his back swing? Does he get mad when he shanks the ball like I do? I thought that would be funnier. But there's something internal, there's something in us, in eight, that makes us want to see someone in greatness. And, and, and what Tiger Woods did this weekend was great, I think, to overcome so much. Now, before you get upset, this sermon is not about Tiger Woods. <laughs> but it is about something that speaks to us, within us, that wants to see greatness. Sir, we wish to see Jesus. The text that I read and that you read, that I read to you, they never, we re never really know if they laid their eyes on Jesus or not. We don't know if they made it to watch him warm up. We don't know if they made it into his presence. But here for us, this point in Tuesday of Holy Week is simply to say to see Jesus has to be more than just looking at him. For me to see Jesus, I have to participate. I can't be a spectator, right? It's more than just saying that, that Jesus lived and he died. For me, it, it, it's not a spectator sport to know Jesus. See, to see Jesus is also to participate in his life, his death, and his resurrection. We must participate in the hour of glorification if we really want to see and know the real Jesus. What does he say? Whoever serves me must follow me. And where I am, there will be my servants also. 
We're called to get in the game to really know this person more than just looking upon Jesus. I've said it time and again to youth and to churches that I've served. it's, It's not enough to know Jesus. Jesus calls us for something deeper. The devil knows Jesus. Jesus calls us to be intimate in our relationship with him. But the truth is that some of us aren't comfortable going that deep in our relationship. Even those that are here celebrating Holy Week on your lunch hour, you come and you hear the word of God. But even even as close as we are in this moment, we're not really comfortable going the extra mile. It's enough for us just to see Jesus. But it's not enough for Jesus. There's power in the knowing. I, I was reminded of a story I heard one time. Gary Player, another famous golfer. And, and contrary to what y'all think, I don't play a lot of golf. But Gary Player, a phenomenal golfer, had a rough day. One day when he's walking by the gallery and, and, and someone from the gallery said, I wish I could play golf like you. And Gary Player stopped and he turned around and he said, no, you don't. No, you don't. He said, because if you did, you would. Right? He said, I get up every morning and I hit the seven iron a thousand times. And then I go to breakfast. And I'll stop for breakfast and then I'll leave from breakfast and I'll go back to the driving range and I'll hit my driver 1,400 times. And then he says, I'll I'll chip and I'll putt for four hours at a time. He said, then I'll go back to the driving range and I'll work up through the short irons. And then, and, then, and then before you know it, I've hit thousands and thousands and thousands of balls in one day, only to do it again the next day. He said, no, it's not that easy. It's not enough just to see Jesus. We need to know Jesus and do the work that it takes. I'm always reminded this time of year that the hour of glorification is troubling on my heart. It, it, there's a sadness that takes place before the glory. There's something that I have to come in touch with and, and remind myself what this man is doing for me in that hour. Because it, it reveals that strength is found in weakness, that victory looks like defeat, and life is born out of death. And that's why we're here. Sam said earlier that we are Easter people. Praise God. Without it, our hope would be gone. See, that's very different from the glory that the world offers to us. The glory that the world offers to us is, is, a world, is, is achievements, and it's, and it's of acclaim, it's of a success, or it's a prestige or distinction, it's wealth, it's, it's position, it's status. That's what the world says is to be glorified. And i got to be honest with you, I find those things attractive. I, I, I love for people to say, you were a good pastor. I love it when people, they hired me as executive director at Sumatonga, and they said, you're the perfect person for the job. Nana Reeves said, I've been praying for you for years. I love it, and I feed off of it. But then, this Holy Week, I'm reminded that this, this is not the glorification that Jesus is teaching me to live. It's something deeper. 
something more powerful. It's not about achievement or success or distinction. Even if the world tells me that I need them, that I want them. The world's offer of glory is to make us distinguished and special and set apart. But like things of this world, that's only for a short time. Before you know it, those things are gone. I used to be in great shape. I could lift the house. I could run for miles. And the older I get, the faster that is in my history. The further I am from that person. My waist is not that big anymore. My brain's not that sharp. The only thing that's gotten better is my ability to eat. Now you're getting, you say, I'm just getting, you're getting warmed up. We're going to do that in a minute together. But that's the world's position in life. The world's glory is disguised for death. But in Christ, we celebrate this week of Holy Week, but in Christ, death has been made the means of glorification. Praise God. Authentic glory does not originate in our achievements or something that we've done. Glory isn't about adding to our reputation. It's about adding to God's reputation. Can we go through life edifying man and glorifying God? What a lofty goal for our day. Does everything we do glorify God? It's about aligning ourselves with the Father. Because here's the truth. We all glorify something. We're teaching somebody all the time of the things that we believe is the most important things in our life. What is it he believes? Well, let me watch and see how he lives. What are we teaching people that are the most important things in our life? So, as we read the scripture today, as we meditate on God's word, Jesus answers the question for us. And it's the cross. True glorification comes from the cross. So, in closing, I'll repeat the words that I shared with you earlier. Seeing Jesus is not a spectator sport. It's not enough to see Jesus. To see Jesus is to participate in Jesus' life, in Jesus' death, and yes, Jesus' resurrection. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you so much, Tony, for bringing the word for us, and, and we, we do appreciate you. And, and I'm sure you're a great golfer, too. So. <laughs> Not a great golfer. <laughs> but, but I know you're going to excel at what we're about to do next, and that is, uh, is have some, some great chicken fingers upstairs, and I'm telling you. So you are invited to stay for lunch. We're having chicken fingers and, and green beans and no, no green beans. Okay. Give it pinto beans and mac and cheese. Okay, well, all uh, just look, it's going to be great. And today, uh, yesterday, we had we had wonderful uh, lasagna, and the Pathfinder Sunday School class uh, were our hosts and our our uh, hostesses, 
and our uh, wait staff. Today, this, the church staff is going to be, I've, I brought a special apron to wear today as I, as I help serve you. And, uh, and look, it's going to be great to have the fellowship. You're invited to stay uh, and join us. I'm going to say a closing prayer. And uh, my closing prayer is also going to be the blessing for the food so that you can, you can just go right out this door, right upstairs, and, and go ahead and start eating. Um, all right? So let's pray. Lord, thank you so much for, uh, for opening our eyes and our hearts to the word for today. Thank you for sending Tony to us to, to bring that word and to share from his heart. And, and Lord, help us to carry that with us and to, and to just chew on that all day and to let you speak to us in whatever area of our life needs to hear that word today. And Lord, bless our fellowship together as we go upstairs for lunch. And I pray, Lord, that, that we will think uh, of you as we walk in your footsteps today and do more than just see you, but actually follow you. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you.